podcast welcome to the show great to have you to my regular listeners you already know i get right into the point and just just two days as of two days ago as of this recording it was two days ago in which i went to get a haircut and since i've been in west palm beach i've gone through two maybe three barbers and i, I finally found the guy that, I, that i'm a roll with i finally found the guy that i'm a roll with and the, actually, the reason I chose him is because, you know, I have, I shave, you know, I have the hair, I have the hair like a beard. I have a beard, right? And one of the things is I have very sensitive skin. So, you know, when you use, I don't use the, uh, the not the razor, but the, the shaver. I don't normally use a shaver. So when you use a shaver on me, normally when you use a shaver on me, I start to bump up and have all these razor bumps and whatnot. So I remember the first time, the first time I went to see this barber, his name is Swa, Swa, by the way. Shout out to you, Swa, if you're listening, right? So the first time I went to see Swa, he was using the shaver, right? Using the shaver. And, I, and just before he's about to use it, I stop him like I normally do when I go to a new barber. I stop him. I say, yo, you know, that, that bumps me up. My, my skin is too sensitive and whatnot. And he confidently says, he confidently says, look, I've been doing this for 30 years. I have the right stuff. All right. I have the right stuff. He has this, he has this cream, not the cream, but the uh, oil, the, the alcohol, the rubbing alcohol. He has, I have the right rubbing alcohol that'll keep you from bumping up. I promise you. He looks at me as I promise you, if you start bumping up, you can come to me tomorrow and I will refund you your money. I'm like, all right, if you're that confident, cool. And, you know, the, lo and behold, the, his rubbing alcohol, the rubbing alcohol, in which he's researched and he's gone through and he's really dissected. It stings like a motherfucker, but <laughs> it stings like shit. But at the end of the day, it worked and I didn't bump up. It actually worked. All right. So ever since then, I was sold on him. I love how professional he is. Usually I just book with him on Bookski, Bookski.com. And I go in there. I know I very rarely do I have to wait too long which has been my problem with the majority of barbers that I've had in the past. Never have to wait too long and boom, everything gets done, right? So I scheduled my haircut. I scheduled my haircut for, it was a Friday morning. I scheduled my haircut for a Friday morning. It was around 8.30 a.m. in the morning. For those of you who don't know, you know I'm an early riser. I'm up like 5 a.m. every single morning because this, this is how my mind is wide. I'm ready to go, baby. Ready to go. Wake up motivated. Don't wake up motivated, right? <laughs> So I get there. I get there. Normally, normally I don't really go get a haircut that early, but I just so happened that it was Good Friday and I had the time to to get there right after my workout. Right. So I go to the shop in which I normally see him at. I go to the shop in which I normally see Swad, 
And it's 8.30, and it's like, yo, the shop isn't open. It's not open at all. I'm like, yo, what's going on? What's going on? Where you at? Because I know him, and I know how professional he normally is. I'm like, yo, something must be wrong. So I immediately call. I immediately call. I say, yo, so what's up? I'm here. It's 8.29 Excuse me. It's 8.29 a.m. What's up? Where you at? And then Swaz like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm outside of the shop, bro. Like, I don't see you. The, the door's locked. The lights are off. No one's here. And he goes, no, no, I switched shops. I switched shops. I'm like, oh, okay, you switched shops. And then luckily it wasn't too far. It was in that same shot. He switched shops. This is how crazy it is. And what I'm going to get into with you in a second. But this is how crazy it is. He switched shops and it's right in the same shopping center, like literally walking distance across the street, not across the street, but across the grocery store. It's in the same shopping center, in the exact same shopping center in which he normally was, right? So I see him and I'm like, yo, what happened? <laughs> you know, what happened? I, I used to see you always moving. You always had people, you know, you've been doing this for 30 years. How, how you get let go, you know, what happened with you and the owner or whatever. And then the first thing he says to me, he goes, look, the owner got disrespectful. The owner got really, really disrespectful. And I packed up my shit and, and found a new place. And, you know, it's actually a better situation for him because he, the owner of this new place he's at, he knew him before and all that kind of stuff, right? So anyway, all that being said, all that being said is just the conversation that I was having with him and just listening to him as he was walking me through the entire situation provided me with another example of what I mean, another, another, not both an example and an opportunity and an opportunity, another example and an opportunity for me to clearly define for you guys what I mean when I say moving swiftly and why it's applicable to every single aspect of your life, every single aspect, more in particular, every single aspect of your career and your growth development, your, your development as a professional, your development as a businessman, your development as an organization, your development overall in your mindset in terms of what you do every day and how you spend your time and what exactly are you going to rely on? And are you actually, are you actually, let's say it again, are you actually getting better every single day? Because if you're not getting better every single day, you will lose. You never know when something goes down like this, when something goes down in which you got to switch shops or you got to go and move on to another company, you got to make a change, you got to make a pivot. If you're not moving swiftly, you don't have a clear understanding of what moving swiftly is all about, then you will be burnt by situations like this. You'll be, you would have been burnt by an owner who just is getting too disrespectful with you or a boss who's getting too disrespectful with you, popping off at the mouth, all that kind of stuff. You would be, you would lose in situations like this. Here's what I mean by that. Here's what I mean by that. Let me just give you a clear example of what I mean when I say that. All right. The first S, if you didn't know, the first S in swiftly, then by the way, before I even get started, I want to make it clear to you that swiftly has not move. When I say moving swiftly, it has act actually, actually, very little to do with the definition of swiftly, which is mean to move with rapid, to move rapidly and to move is to, to go at a rapid pace. That's what the actual definition of swiftly means. What I'm, the way I've broken it down into my principle, into, into the organization in which I run is it, it yes, it, there is an element to it in which you are going to have to go fast. You're going to have to get better and stuff like that. But it's only after you understand what category you're in 
and what category you're trying to grow to and how you can get them all mixed together in which you know your lane, you're getting better at other things, but you're also, but you're also making sure you know how to, how to collaborate and work with other people who are in a different lane than you, whose expertise, whose ability are, are a little different than yours, whose, whose abilities are stronger than yours in other areas, all right? So just for you guys who don't know, let me give you a quick review. The S, the S in Swiftly stands for skill, skilled workers, someone who is a natural and is just gifted at a certain skill, all right? So if we're using Swallow the Professional as an example, someone who has been cutting hair for 30 years. I mean, he is, in, in, in fact, just as I was getting my cut, just as I was getting my haircut from him a couple of days ago and we're in this new shop and, you know, he's obviously getting a lot of stuff off his chest because he's explaining to me why he was, why he had, he and that previous owner had to be let go and all of his experiences and things like that. He goes, look, I've been doing this for 30 years. 30 years he's been cutting hair. He is a skilled licensed barber that is his skill that is his trait that is the one thing that he is very has a very keen ability to do is to is a skilled worker the question has to be what is your skill what are you good at you got to know it that's the first that's why it's the first s the first thing i i emphasize when i talk about swiftly all right your skill is something that you need to know but it's very very important very very important as you can see not to depend solely on your skill because the reason you can't depend solely on your skill is because that skill is only going to take you so far. And there's other, I can guarantee whatever skill you're thinking of when you, when I said, Hey, you gotta know your skill. I can guarantee somebody else has that skill. Maybe not even as good as you, but good enough. It's good enough for that person to get paid from that skill. I can guarantee you that. So you gotta have something more and which is the, where the WI comes in. Well-informed. You got to have that information. Got to have the information. You got to know where you fit in. You got to know that certain things, if certain things happen and that skill that you have, just like Swall, that skill that he has as a professional barber no longer works if him and this particular owner of this barbershop, the person who owns the entire barbershop, are having a falling out or having back and forth. Just because you're a great barber does not mean he's going to keep you around or does not, does not mean that you're needed anymore right that skill that you may have and whether you're a skilled cosmetologist whether you're skilled at fixing cars whether you're a, a skilled speaker the person who owns these venues or owns the ability owns the intellectual not i want to say intellectual property but just owns the property in general that allows you to perform your skill for money the person who owns it that's the person that has the information. That's the person that had to go through whatever they had to go through to get the place up, to become the owner, to whether they had to go to the bank, whether they had to hustle the money, they had to save up the money, they had to put the money up to actually put the property out there, whether it's intellectual property or physical property. You, you, you as the person that has the skill cannot make money off your skill if there is not somebody who owns the property that gives you the platform. That's what the WI and the well-informed or well-informed workers have. And that's why, again, SWA, because SWA didn't own this barbershop, he had to pick up, pretty much start over and find a brand new barbershop to go and cut hair out of. 
Now, luckily for him, he's been doing it for so long that he was able that 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 process wasn't a difficult process at all. He was able to just go a couple blocks away and you know find a better situation, all that. However, however, keep in mind everybody's not too a professional. Everybody doesn't know how to use bookski. Like you gotta think, just use myself as an example. I wasn't a walk-in. I'm a person, I'm one of his clients that is constantly booking through an app. Now, SWAT has to have the information in his head and know, hey, I have to have, I have to be on this particular app. I don't need to be on Instagram all day. I don't need to be on other apps, but I need to have the information in my head to know I need to be on this app in which my clients can book their haircuts with me, come in, not necessarily worry about waiting or anything like that. All right. And be able to be 1000% fine and they know when I'm available, all that, so I can keep my clients regardless of the barbershop I'm at. All right. That falls into the well informed category. All right. So we got the S, we got the WI. All right. Now, finishing out the word SWIT, FT, that stands for front team. That is the front team work. And that's the work that you cannot avoid. A lot of people like to avoid this part of the job because all it is is outreach and making sales and doing a lot of the work, doing a lot of the dirty work that you, a lot of folks try to outsource and they pay someone else to do it. All right. What, again, if we're going to stay with the example of SWA, what SWA the professional has to do now, and this is not coming from me, this is coming strictly out of his, like solely coming directly from his own mouth. He goes, look, now I got to get back on my grind. I got to get back on my grind. I got to kill this shopping center. I got to be out there you know, giving out flyers, going to the grocery store, going to all the, in fact, the actual barbershop happens to be right next to a daycare. So I got to go hit those parents up and see if their kids want to cut. I got to market my ass off. I got to push it and push it and push it and push it like I've never pushed it before. And he, this is what he tells me. I'm just going off what he said. He says, look, it's going to take me about six months to really get back my clientele the way I wanted to. And the thing is, the reason he knows the time frame is because he's been doing it for so long and he's been doing it constantly for so long that he knows the time frame if he puts in a certain amount of work and all that. So six months from now, we shall see if it actually turned out. But that's besides the point. You see the point I'm telling you is skilled, well-informed front team. So that's a clear example of what SWIFT means. Those are the categories. And here's what I want to ask you before I go any further. The, the question that you have to add, answer to yourself is, which category are you in? Which, which lane are you in? Right now, if I was to ask you, what type of worker are you? Would you say you're a front team worker, you're a well-informed worker, or you're a skilled worker? You got to ask yourself that question. Know where you are, know where you are, and then ask yourself where exactly, where exactly, what specific role in life, what job or what career, where, where, where do you want your future to go? Where do you want your future to go? And then what do I need to get there? Meaning if I'm a skilled barber like Swa and I'm just a skilled barber, am I going to need a shop? Am I going to need a front team worker? Am I going to need more of a person that's well informed? What am I going to need my business to take my business to the next level? And that brings me to the ending of the word, the ending of the acronym, which is L-Y, swiftly, adding your L-Y, lift yourself, all right, lifting yourself. When you're in this situation, when you have the mindset, so again, if you're a skilled worker and you know you need, you know you need a front team, you know you need a front team worker, or you yourself need to become the front team worker in your business, whatever it is, then you know you're gonna have to put your money into flyers being made. You're gonna set a set a bit of money aside 
for marketing and outreach. Set some time aside to make sure you're going out, hitting a certain spot every day because that's what your business needs. That's what your skill specifically needs right now. Or if you're a skilled barber and you're cutting out of your house, you're going to go need to find someone with some property or or you're going to have to figure out how you're going to save up enough money to own your own shop. And again, that op or open up your own shop, excuse me, open up your own shop. And that, again, is going to require that's going to require you to go and have information, go out and find the information, go out and collect information, go out and get better and make sure you know. Right. Make sure you know how you're going to grow and how it's going to happen. Because, again, let's say let's say Swad didn't have all of these in his mind. Let's say he didn't have the experience and he was this was the first time this was the first time he was actually at a shop. Then he's fucked for lack of a better word. He's fucked. let's say he didn't know about the Bookski app and how to use it and how to make sure he is staying with, staying up with his appointments and he has a way of people making appointments with him and all that kind of stuff. Let's say he didn't know these things. He didn't have these things uh, accessible to him. Let's say he didn't have it. Then what happens when him and this owner get into a back and forth and ultimately he has to end up, he ends up having to leave the place. There's a real problem, right? Just like some of you guys who are listening to me now may feel like you have a great skill and you're making money and you're doing what you got to do. And you're not necessarily worrying about the bigger picture of what's going on. If, you know, God forbid something happens in which that skill is no longer available to you, you got a big problem. Which means it goes back to my opening phrase. And what I open with is every single day, every single day, you got to be improving. You've got to be improving. If you're not improving every single day, you lead yourself susceptible to some really fucked up shit happening to you, like what I what what I described happening to my with my barber swap. All right. Some serious situations that can result in you having to just, you know, again be bankrupt, lose everything because you've been so dependent on your skill for so very long. Now, this is something, this is something, again, this is something in which I teach when I speak to the business owners, the business owners that are clients of mine and the people that are working with me that I work with specifically, the organizations in which I work with. In fact, I'll never forget the first actual Move Swiftly workshop that I actually put on. It was at a massage envy. These are the things you have to learn. And the, the takeaway, the main thing, I'm giving you exclu an exclusive now for free right now. The main thing that you have to take away from everything I'm saying is you got to be all three. You got to work towards being all three. Even if you're not going to be the greatest skilled worker out there, even if you're not going to be the greatest, the, the most well-informed worker out there, even if you're not going to have the, mo the work ethic like the best front team work out there, you got to be working towards having a little bit of all three in your system so you're constantly knowing who to collaborate with. That's why it's swiftly your guide to innovative teamwork to say, okay, I know I'm not as good. So you can decipher when you're having the conversations that you need to have, you know, you can decipher, you can decipher between, am I having a conversation with a skilled worker? So I know if, if it's a skilled worker and I know I'm a well-informed person and I need this skill, I've been working on developing a skill, but I know I'm not as good as this person. All right, let me collaborate with that person. That's the way it's supposed to work and constantly, constantly figuring out ways to collaborate because the economy that we're in and we will be in for the rest of our time that's not going anywhere is the collaboration economy in which everything is about what's who's the best collab, who's the best person to collab with. And that 
is going to dictate your success. There are no more solo missions anymore. Those days are gone. Those days are those are before social media days. Nowadays, it's about who can collaborate the best, who can collaborate the best and bring the best out of each other and continue and continue to grow. And everyone flourishes through a collaborative effort. That is the game of that. That is the game that we're all playing now. And that's the game. That's the way it's going to stay. All right. So be very mindful of that as you're going out and doing your work and thinking about what's the best way to do this and what type of work I am. Really think about just the example that I gave you with SWA, because, again, it happens without me knowing it. I get to the damn barbershop and all of a sudden he's in a brand new shop and, you know, and just everything had to move just like that. If he wasn't ready, if he didn't have everything ready from his skill to the well-informed to now ready to do his front teamwork, if he didn't have all that ready, he would not be ready to just jump and move shops just like that. So take that into consideration. Don't get burnt because you're not moving swiftly. Figure it, figure out ways of how to move swiftly. All right. With all that, fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. Let you count my money, baby. Money. You want hundred, so that mean you meet my standards, baby. I got a lot of hoes, more than I can handle, baby. Uh. And I can't even lie, shout you my kind of lady. So what you doing later? Let you count my money, baby. Yeah. You want hundred, so that mean you meet my standards, baby. Woo. I got a lot of hoes, more than I can handle, baby. And I can't even lie, shout you my kind of lady. And that one hundred, baby, Woo. just keep it a hundred, baby. Let you count my money, baby. Yeah. You want hundred, so that mean you be my standards, baby. Woo. I got a lot of hope. 